This is my favorite story about show business. Glenn Miller's orchestra, they were doing some gig somewhere. They can't land where they're supposed to land because it's a winter, snowy night, so they have to land like in this field and walk to the gig. And they're dressed in their suits, they're ready to play, they're carrying their instruments. So they're walking through the snow, and it's wet and it's slushy, and in the distance they see this little house. And there's a light on the inside, and there's a pearl of smoke coming out of the chimney. And they go up to the house, and they look in the window, and in the window they see this, this family. And there's a guy and his wife, and she's beautiful, and there's two kids, and they're, they're all sitting around the table, and they're smiling, they're laughing, and they're eating, and there's a fire in the fireplace. And these guys are standing there in their suits, and they're wet, and they're shivering, and they're holding their instruments, and they're watching this incredible Norman Rockwell scene. And one guy turns to the other guy and goes, how do people live like that? We're back again. Yes. Hello. Hello. What happened? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about good news, bad news, and now we're still here. What? Yep. Yeah, usually, usually we're on our way home now. Yeah, I know. From the studio. Well, I am. Well, yeah, I yeah. know. Lucky. I oh, know. Actually, I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. It's like uh, working from home. It is, yes. This is our third ever film review. Uh, we're going to do a review of the 2002 documentary starring Jerry Seinfeld, Comedian. That's right. Yes. Yeah, we've been wanting to do this for a while. And I've been wanting to watch this movie for a while. Me I'd, too. I'd heard about it years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that it was a bit of a behind-the-scenes look of uh, not only Jerry's um, comedy tour up to Seinfeld, but you know a bit of a, an insight into what it's like to be a support act and a support act who nobody knows. It's not like Jerry's support act, which we'll get into mm. when we talk about the film itself. Yeah, was you know like high profile, and he you know they had their own audience. He was, relatively speaking, a nobody. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really cool. So, yeah, we're going to do a review of Comedian. Uh, so, I'll, I've got a little bit of a plot. Sure. It's not too much. Fresh from the success of his sitcom, comedian Jerry Seinfeld decided to do the unimaginable. He completely retired his stand-up act, electing to start over again by developing entirely new material. Comedian follows Seinfeld through, through this process as he rehearses in front of a small comedy club audience, meets with fellow comics, and finally appears before a national audience. Hmm. And I love, Stephen, how Jerry, you know, this is, I think these were events from like 2000 to 2001 because I saw um, Orny Adams, he's one of the other subjects in the film yep. um, he appeared on Letterman in the documentary but mm-hmm. he appeared in the year 2000 right so he, I saw on Wikipedia okay so I can so you it know, covers like a year or two of, yeah like of both their lives of both yeah of both their lives yeah exactly mm. so you know Seinfeld finished in 98 2000 yep. you know Jerry's got his millions he's yep. made he was making like a million two million an episode in Seinfeld yeah he, he had probably it wanted all. a bit of a break in 99 and exactly. Then to get back into comedy, and it's funny. I love how he wanted to go back to his roots. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he just really wanted to get in. Yeah, and I mean, do he it. easily could have just he could have toured and said anything on any stage, and he would have sold out every show. Oh, of because course, because of the popularity of Seinfeld. He could have gone up there and like you know shat into a cup for an hour, and people would have <laughs> paid money to see it because it's Seinfeld. And it's his was, shit. It's yeah. It's from <laughs> it's from the show Seinfeld. It's Jerry Seinfeld. Here's yeah. my money let me watch him do Seinfeld stuff. <laughs> but it's cool that he wanted to, like, you know, honour his, his original craft. And still and, like, get do new it, material, like, even it, after 30 years. Yeah, like, do it Crazy. properly. Yeah, yeah, I, I respect that. I respect that too. I think it shows yeah. his, um, you know, his commitment to, you know, his passion. Yeah. What made him big. And, you know, yeah. like, coming mm. full circle. Yeah, and because it's a Miramax film, it's the first time I've ever seen Jerry say the word shit and fuck. Yeah, it was weird to see it's him. Like, like he, he drops... Hell. He drops... Uh, a I lot mean, of F-bombs. Yeah, he's not, yeah. like, a sailor. No, but, you know, no. he... He drops a few curse words here and there. He does. And the first time it happens, you know, it 
Not that I've never thought that he would swear in his life. Yeah, of course. But you just yeah. never see because he's, you know, the show. The show deals with some controversial topics, but there's never any swearing that might say "ass" or "bastard" or something. Yeah, and his humor is like observational humor. Like the yes. worst word I've ever heard him say was "bastard." Yeah, and he's know? very he's very PG. Yeah, family sort of friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like one step above like Disney. Of course. You know, like sugar. <laughs> Probably sweet. a couple of steps above. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. I get what you mean. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was it was very interesting. You know, from a fresh perspective, seeing another side of Jerry that you wouldn't have otherwise seen. Yeah, you know. I mean, it showed him for him. Yeah. No, it wasn't him being. It was like him as Jerry Seinfeld, the person, mm. not just Jerry Seinfeld, the actor or the comedian or the producer or the writer. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. And there's many actors who appear in this um, documentary, uh, well, comedians particularly. Yeah. Uh, Greg Giraldo, Jim Norton, Alan Havey, Colin Quinn, Orny Adams, who, you know, was another subject in the doco, like I mentioned, George Wallace, Robert Klein, plenty. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Rock makes no, an appearance. No, I thought it was really... Uh, Bill Cosby as well. Yeah, that was a bit uncomfortable to oh, watch. Oh, well, but... but... It was 2002. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I realise that. the allegations. Yeah, but it's every time you see him, just like, ooh. Oh, it's well, just a bit cringy. I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good mix as well between showing, you know, Orny and his concerns and his frustrations. And we'll talk about that a bit more in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jerry, like, going through his process and also, like, hanging out with friends. Of celebrity course. friends and yeah. comedy friends. Yeah, yeah. And also the comedy itself. Like, I thought it was a really good balance between all of the parts of that life or being a being a touring comedian mm. and not only the you know just the aspects that make it up like in terms of a routine but the human aspects of it like you know i don't know i just i i i really enjoyed it yeah no i i enjoyed it too yeah i thought it wasn't too bad yeah yeah the only thing that i didn't enjoy was well the the thing that i enjoyed least was uh, definitely Orny. Orny, yeah. Orny Adams, uh, stand-up comedian. Uh, he appeared in Teen Wolf in later years. He okay. played a main character as like an MTV. Right. I think it's like one of those, you know, mm. teenage kind of shows, yep. Teen Wolf. Yeah. Uh, that's his best role. But yeah, look, I, I mean, with Orny Adams, it, it was funny. Like one, one thing that, that struck me was when he was talking to Jerry after one of his sets. Mm. And he says, he makes, he says something like, you know, I, I see my friends... And they're on Wall Street, and they've got houses and kids, and I look in the future, and Jerry just looks at him in bewilderment, like, mate, this is not what comedy's about. Yeah. You know? And I love how he tells the Glenn Miller story. Mm. You know, the, the Glenn Miller story yeah. where, you know... He um, turned up, and they looked into someone's window. Yeah, yeah. So they had to, like, land their plane in, like, a wintry, snowy, like, patch of land or something, because they yep. couldn't find the runway, and yep. they were covered in, like, snow, yep. and they had all their uniform, like, they had their outfits on and their instruments, and they were walking, trying to find the way to do the gig or the band, and then they saw a cosy family in a house, and one of them chimes in and says, how do people live like that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. They just can't cope with normality. Exactly. And routine and conventionality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think that was very, uh, very apt from Jerry, and, you know, Jerry's got at least 20 years experience yeah. ahead of Orny, so, yeah. you know, he's gone through it all. Yeah, I... Like I I I I agree with what Jerry said. Like if you if your heart's in it, you've got to just you've exactly. got to do it. And like you, you can't, can't you can't compare yourself to people. Yeah. Like they're living a different life. Exactly, and so especially their life is yeah, look different. and especially if you're in the creative field, yeah, you're not in it to make millions of dollars. Yeah, it's only like point one percent of people in creative fields make millions. Yeah, you know, it's not everyone. Yeah, out of the you know. The for every one A list celebrity mm. like actor, mm. there's like ten thousand waitresses in LA. Yeah, you know, <laughs> aspiring actors and directors and producers. Yeah. you know, serving you coffee. You That's know what true. I mean? So yeah. it's still relative. That's true, but yeah. I, at the same time, like I do, I don't want to discredit Orny and his feelings. Like I, 
you know, I get because he's 31, 32. He was 30 at the time. I think 29, yeah. 30. But, you know, he might have grown. You know, yeah. he's probably grown more life experience. You know, yeah. we, can't, we can't talk about him in the present day. I'm sure he's yeah. gone through it. It's 15 years ago. But yeah, I, I just mean, like, at the, time, at the time, I get why he was so frustrated because mm. he'd probably been doing comedy for 10 years. And, uh, like, I think, I think they're both right. Like, Jerry's advice is good. He's yeah. saying that, yeah. like, forget, forget what other people are doing. Forget what people think. If you want to do it, you've got to do it all the way yeah doesn't matter you know with you know as long as you're paying the rent and you're surviving yeah like anything beyond that is a blessing really oh, of course of course you know uh but at the same time i i get why orny is fr- i i said before that my least favorite part was orny i like i get and i understand and i empathize with how he feels yeah about how he's frustrated and he's concerned and he's obviously insecure. Yeah. He doesn't think that he's good enough. And he says he's miserable. He's miserable. Yeah. And, and even think, even he says after meeting George Shapiro and George taking him on, yeah. he's even more sad and miserable. Yeah. Like <laughs> and George he, said you, you'll be more miserable. Yeah. I think you made a point to him. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that really made me cringe yeah. was not his feelings, but what he did with those feelings. His behavior yeah. and acting like a fucking child. Especially when he called that guy cocksucker. Yeah. Like the guy gave, you know, a bit of like tough love advice. But it was You know, it wasn't it wasn't like But it was delivered in the most nice, yeah. considerate, friendly way. Yeah, yeah. And he patted it with so much positive wording mm. like you know you're really talented you're really it's not like he came in and just went like you, you suck. Know, suck it up kid like yeah, this yeah. is show business or some like yeah, cliche yeah. tough talk like he yeah. he gave him some constructive criticism in yeah. the most nice you know friendly well-meaning way yeah 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 i know and he, and he just didn't want to hear it and, and he calls like, him cocksucker yeah like to george shapiro and That's then george is like he says something along the lines of i wouldn't change a word yeah he goes i agree with every word he said yeah you know and george shapiro manages Jerry. Yep. You know, he manages... He said he married... Um, uh, married. He managed um, George Burns. Yep. It's like a big fucking comedian. Yeah. You know, back in the day. Yeah. You know, he's high, like he's, he's managed all the big comedians. Yeah. He's massive. Yeah. So, and if you know, you're going to take... You're gonna t- yeah. I, w- I would feel... I mean, it's easy for me to say because I'm not in his situation, but I would like to think that although, you know, you would feel frustrated, especially when you're touring with probably the biggest comedian at the time yeah. and one of the biggest comedians of all time yeah, yeah. and you're relatively speaking nobody yeah. um, you know I get why he'd feel so insecure and inferior and frustrated but if you're under the wing of George Shapiro yeah. if anyone's going to give you the right guidance it's gonna be to, to get to a place where you're famous and you can make a good living to get to wherever you want to go it's going to be him yeah. so you've got to be I just I, I don't know it would have been nice to see and yeah like you said maybe he has grown but it would have been nice if he Acknowledged his frustrations and honoured that, like that's how he feels, and that's fine. But yeah. also, but also, you know, like acknowledge the good things. He's on tour with Jerry. He's going to be in this documentary. He's got George Shapiro as a manager. Like, I guess acknowledge the positive as yeah. well as be frustrated at the negative. I think for for me, like at the time of recording, he was twenty nine. Yeah, and he already had a bit of life experience. Like he'd been doing comedy since he was in college or whatever. Sure, he said. I mean, if he was like 18 at the time and he he wanted it all, you know how hmm. they say, oh, young people want it all now. Yeah. You know, if he if he had these sentiments and he was like 18 at the time, then I'd probably say, oh, look, he's still young. Yeah. He's a little brat. Yeah. You know, he'll learn. But he's mm. like 30. Yeah. He says, I see my friends have kids and get married. And it's like, well, it's a bit different, mate. Yeah. Like Wall Street's different to comedy, comedy yeah. you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, the different grass always lifestyles. looks greener. Yeah, of course. And you would... if. If he gave up comedy and got a convention, if you you know had a college degree or went back to college or got an office job, I think he actually went to uh, college. Probably, I think he has a degree. Yeah, uh, I mean he's a smart. He seems yeah. like a smart dude. Yeah, yeah. I think but, I saw on his page he's got he's got a degree. Okay. Of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
you know, he's frustrated that his comedy career is not where he wants it to be. Yeah. And his mates are all, you know, living cushy lives on Wall Street, having families and stuff. But if he was living that life, he'd be more miserable. Yeah. And he'd be more frustrated. Indeed. So, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. On the other side of the coin, I don't want to, I don't want this to be like an orny bashing, you know, podcast. No, 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 no. But on the other side of the coin, I think one of the most heartbreaking moments in Orny's arc mm. in the documentary is when he's featured on like the national newspaper in Canada. Yeah. He's got like a write up about him on the front page and mm. he's wrapped. Mm. He does one of his comedy bits and he yep. goes like he does promos on the radio and stuff and he says look I'm on the front of the national newspaper in Canada has anyone read it yep and then the audience is like all oh. you know, yeah and then yeah. he's a bit frustrated at the end he's like yeah. well, the national newspaper I got some recognition finally yep then no one's read it so mm. what the fuck yeah uh, that, I, think, I, I think felt sorry for him there. I thought, oh, look, that's yeah, yeah that's a bit rough. Well, yeah, I, especially, bit, I felt bad for him. Yeah, I mean, he would yeah. have felt pretty embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, and humiliated. Of course, because that was like one of his bits as well. Yeah, you know, and I mean, he's de- he's yeah. obviously even though he's sort of making a joke out of it. Yeah, he's making a joke out of his own feelings, but his own feelings are so there, yeah. so on the surface. I felt sorry for him there. Yeah, you know, I yeah. watched this to the I watched this twice, and the first time I just thought, what a petulant, childish jerk. Like, yeah, don't. Like, be, be appreciative of what you have. And you're on tour with Jerry. You've got George. You're in part of this documentary. You're probably making an okay living. You're probably paying the rent. Probably not, like, struggling. No. But the second time I watched it, I was a, tried to be a bit more empathetic. And yeah. I, although he was frustrating and he acted like a bit of a dick at times, yeah. uh, I, I, you know, I saw a bigger, I saw a broader view of him. Yeah. And I, you know, I felt frustration and empathy for him. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Um, Saying that, I don't really like his comedy. No, it's a bit different. Yeah, it's. it's I don't okay. know. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. I'm pretty. I'm a pretty big fan of all sorts of stand-up comedy and all sorts of comedy in general. But mm. for, for some reason, his his uh, style just doesn't really do much for me. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I prefer Jerry's kind of dry observational humour. Yeah, <laughs> myself. Yeah. Even though it's a bit like safe and a bit like I don't know. Oh, it's just the way that Jerry delivers it. Yeah, that's true. He delivers it in a unique way. Yeah, yeah. no, he's definitely a master. He's a master. Yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, anything else about Comedian? Uh, no, I mean, overall, I think it was a very good insight into a different perspective of Jerry's. And, you know, because he wasn't held by the chains of network television, you know, it was yep. a Miramax film. Yep. You know, he could say, like, whatever he wanted, whatever he felt. Uh, you know, it's like a fly-on-the-wall-style documentary, mm. which I like. You know, yep. they're very... They're refreshing. You know, these days you look at docos and then they'll have, like, chats with them and stuff. You see it all over again. Yeah, it wasn't... You see it all the time. It didn't have uh, sort of much of a biases around it. It was just like, we're going to film... Yeah, fly-on-the-wall. We'll just observe and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, and let you decide yeah. what you want to decide. I mean, there's a couple... A few shots where they speak into the camera. Yeah. You know, especially Orny, but... Sure. You know, but that's just more like you know, like off the cuff in the moment yeah, that's chats it. about what in, they're feeling. The it's not yeah. it's not like an interview, it's no. not scripted or no. thought out. No. So it just to me that just adds to the organic fly on the wall feel. Yeah. Because it's just them saying what they think in the moment about whatever's going on around them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sobering, especially to see Jerry the way he was. Yeah. You know, after post Seinfeld. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. It didn't it made me I mean, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Jerry. Hmm obviously as a comedy writer mm-hmm. and I you know I've always sort of jokingly knocked Jerry's stand-up as being a bit safe and PG and just like yeah, kind yeah. of boring but after watching this it, it didn't make me change my opinion of his actual content that he talks about as a comedian but I guess just him as a comedian and the obvious love and passion and respect he has for the craft yeah it made me respect him as a operator and as a performer mm-hmm. 
um, a lot more. Man, I wish I saw him when he came to Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, man. It would have been good. He was amazing, apparently. Yeah. So I remember you talking about that. You, your friend went, I think. My cousin on the Gold Coast. He That's went right. to the Brisbane one. That's year. right. He reckons it was amazing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. in another 10 years. Maybe. We'll yeah. See. When he's nice. 80. So, uh, I guess we should give Comedian a score. Out yeah. Of, out of five, what did you what did you think? Uh, look, I didn't... I thought it was not too bad. I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'd probably give it three and a half out of five. Yep. You? Uh... I liked it more the second time around. Yeah. Originally, my score was three. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's fine. 50-50. Uh, and then I thought, no, it deserves a four. All right. So if I average that out, 3.5 as well. 3.5 as well. Yep. Beautiful. And that's our review of Comedian, Bidwell Basque Reviews, our third ever one. If you have any a uh, film or a TV show or any kind of thing that, you know, any Seinfeld actor or, you know, whoever has been in, let us know. We'll uh, do a review down the track. That's right. Yeah, we want to do as many of these, you know, probably every month if we can do one. Yeah, sporadically. Sporadically. Whenever. That'd be cool. We'll just do them when we want to do them. Indeed. Follow us on Bidwabask at Bidwabask on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Emails Podcast at gmail.com. Website Bidwabask.com. That's right. And you can listen to us uh, on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. And if you want to leave a review, that would be phenomenal. Indeed it would. Thanks so much and we'll see you next week for the pie. Thank <laughs> you.